Notorious Public Radio program on SkidRowStudios.com, the craziest network on the internet. We're here kicking it live from beautiful, sunny, I mean dark and dirty, shitty Skid Row Studios in downtown motherfucking L.A. Booyah! And I'm your host, Nestor Rodriguez, a.k.a. Nestorious... <laughs> with, my, with my main man, my main man, Money Grip, Big Dickus, Simon Kaufman. Give it up, y'all. How you doing? It's a pleasure to be here down here at SkidRowStudios.com, taking a part in the internet radio revolution with my man, Nestorius the Glorious. Word. Most forious. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Tonight, Simon Kaufman, Nestor Rodriguez, start talking about Tide, a laundry detergent. We're also going to be covering various other topics, so tune in and call 1-800-893-9562. 1-800-893-9562. Give us a call. Give us a jingle. Uh, yeah, I just had to do that, man. I had to play that tonight, uh, the Tonight Show theme song, because... Let's kick. Let's face it, man. Every one of us comedians or whatever, our our biggest uh, 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 dream would have been to have Johnny, you know, to have to be on Johnny's show. I'd love it if Johnny just could sit on my lap. <laughs> That'd be. I mean, just like you know, one jo- day, just jo- <laughs> hey Johnny, like you're right there, bro. Johnny, yo, <laughs> Rip. You know what I mean? Jo- Johnny was the shit, man. That, that there was, I mean, there's all these talk shows, and let's face it, we all do all this bullshit on the air, whatever, whatever. There was only one Johnny Carson, man. Well, here's the thing: I'm too young. The only real Johnny Carson I've seen is I've watched him on YouTube a lot. <laughs> I don't really remember him when he was, you know. Who who did he uh, who did he uh, uh, call over to the to the to the desk on YouTube? Oh man, I don't know. I've just you know when you go back, mm. you got to study the masters, the people, right, the right, grace, right, those right. who came before you, and you know. Right. Uh, so I've just gone back and. Watched a lot of comedy right. uh, to check it out, and so I don't remember off the top of my no, head. No, I got you. I got you. When I think of Ed McMahon, I think like someone's going to ring my doorbell after the Super Bowl. Right. Right. Yeah. Ed McMahon, man, he also passed away. He 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 passed away owing like a ton of money. Fuck yeah. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. I'm dead. Right. Go fuck yourself. Right. But yet he was the dude that was ringing your bell. Yeah. To to, to let you know that you had won a million yeah. dollars or some shit. Ring but, your bell, dude. Yeah, yeah. Ed McMahon. Yeah. You can ring my bell. <laughs> yeah. Boom. Yeah. Who cares? The guy went out. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> no, but I'm saying he 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 was like the uh the re- was it Reader's Digest or Publisher's Clearinghouse? Publisher's Clearinghouse. Pub- yeah. Ed McMahon shows up at your door with a million dollars. Meanwhile, you owe forty five percent of it in taxes back to the fucking government. All yeah. your cousins, your alcoholic crackhead uncles, start yeah. showing up at your yeah. door yeah. wants to borrow Emailing shit. You, Chicks you. are blowing you and then wanting right. money. Oh, it's horrible. Yeah, yeah. Just stay poor. In other words, stay broke like Ed McMahon. Right. Well, not broke like Ed McMahon. Ed McMahon lived large, but stay within your means. That's that's the message. Stay within your means. Don't 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 try to shoot for the fucking stars on somebody else's dime. You know, everyone I mean? wants to be fabulous in this country. It's like. You know, well, yeah. everyone wants to be ritzy and fabulous. Just no, be, that, that's start, without a doubt. Yeah, start the level you're at. Yeah, yeah. Be fabulous in your own living room with the <laughs> with the plastic covers on your couches. Yeah, start with that. Yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah, be fabulous with what you motherfucking got. Don't try to be fabulous like on some other tip that you don't. You know that you that you're not even down with. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Don't try to. Rack up Bentley when you're wearing like you know swap meet Airwalks. Like start where you right, are, right, step right, up in levels. Right. Don't try to rock a Mercedes Benz when you ain't even got no dental floss. 
You yeah. know what I'm saying? You're when, eating at Skipper's. Yeah. You're, you're not flossing. You're eating at Skipper's yeah. fish and chips. Yeah. Don't 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 try to rock, you know, a Coupe de Ville when you don't even got shoelaces to tie your sneakers with. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just just stay within your means. This this is the message. This is part of the message today uh on, on the Nestorious Public Radio show. You know, just 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 live within your means. Big up. Big up, big up to people who live within their means, man. Yeah. Big up. Big up to people who have small dreams, man. Big up. Big up. Big up to you people who work every day. You go to work. You wake up every morning. You pay your motherfucking bills on time. Big up to y'all. Big up. Big up to you hardworking Americans. Big up. Big up to you people who cook for your children. Big the fuck up. Stay within your means, man. That's what I'm saying. Do so, your own. Be your own. Rise from... I'm not saying don't rise. Rise from the level you're at. Don't right. try to skip 12 levels. You're walking around. You bought a 64 Impala, got a paint job. Can't even look under the engine. The thing dies in two days. Okay, you look great yeah, pushing yeah. it down the side of the road. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Start where you're at. Start where you're at. Don't rely on YouTube for fucking yeah. how to... Get a Camry, you know, an yeah. old Camry that'll get you to a job. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and better yet, in Los Angeles, and this is on the real tip, just get a bicycle. You'll yeah. get around faster here. Get you a bicycle I mean? or get someone else's bicycle. You're in Los Angeles. Live it Someone's up. bicycle is there for the taking. Just grab it and ride. Do what you got to do. Or you could purchase one. Live it up. Live it up. Or live it up on a bicycle. Yeah. Good You know. Good endorphins. You know. Yeah. Stay yeah. Stay slim. Yeah. So so we have a few... A few uh, um, Topics and articles that we're going to kind of roll into. Um, one of them was uh, an article that I read a few months ago, actually. And it was uh, at New, uh, New York Magazine had an article on uh, Tide detergent. And, you know, I, 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 I emailed this article to a few of my friends because it's a trip. Um, the article uh, was called, I believe, Suds for Drugs. And um, you can Google this article, New York, New York Magazine. It was in January, but really, really interesting article. We're talking about, uh, it, it kind of falls in the, in, in the line of living within your, your means, you know, starting out what you got. And, 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 I, and I'll, I'll, I'll elaborate a little bit, but the article is, uh, Tide detergent works on tough stains can now also be traded for crack. A case study in American ingenuity, legal and otherwise. So... Um, the article goes on to say that uh, in Maryland, in, 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 in a suburban uh, 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 town of uh, Maryland, Bowie, Maryland, uh, the Safeway had been robbed repeatedly, robbed repeatedly, uh, and they were robbed of Tide. Like, uh, Tide laundry detergent. Tide. tide is being stolen. There's an epidemic of Tide being stolen. This, this was uh, this was this this started on the East Coast, but uh, of course it did. You know, it's, it's going to spread like wildfire. <laughs> of course flies. it did. You know what I mean? <laughs> it hey, sounds hey, like it. Yeah, anything anything worth anything in life yeah. starts on the East Any Coast. Any real con starts on the East. Anything. You know, big, up, yeah. big up, big East up, East Coast uptown. Big up, uptown. big up, East Coast motherfucker. From the village to the uptown. Big up, big up, stealing shit. For your motherfucking train fare, East Coast, blooder. <laughs> Big up East Coast. It always starts on the East Coast, and then you know, like anything, it goes to Middle America, and, and then eventually, motherfuckers on the West Coast are gonna be carjacking motherfuckers for yeah, Tide. They have their own fucking, you know, they have like scams that are just like you grab you and throw you somewhere. Like get out of your car. I don't know. Grab, get out of like. New York has like higher scams, like you know, someone. Yeah, keep yeah, going. No, explain, but, explain. No, well, no, we can, we can, we can top this one off with the New York thing. I don't know what it is about New York. Uh, you know, we, we, most of us that are from the East Coast, myself included, you know. We have these big, like, we come from the best city in the world. Yo, I'm from New York, G. New yo, York. yo, yo, the New Bronx. York, New York. Yo, 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 Brooklyn, yo. Uptown. You know what I'm saying? So, so, but I don't know what it is about the East Coast where, you know, like, uh, Blunts started on the East Coast. You know, uh, for those of you that don't yes. know, Blunts is a type of, of cigar uh, uh, produced by Phillies. Uh, and and Jamaicans in the early '80s used to cut them in in down the middle, throw out the tobacco, put marijuana in, and and big up, man, big up 
up Jamaica. Big up Bluff. Big up Blunt. Big up Philip Blunt. Big up El Producto. Big up. Yeah, they used to they used to um um smoke these fucking things and then again it caught it caught up on uh like wildfire and it got into the rap uh, uh music uh yeah. lyrics. Yeah, it's and weed then, and cigars, like right, pretty right. Hard, pretty easy to catch on. Right. And then not and, a lot of controversy. Let's no, smoke it. No weed but cigar. Then, but then there was, Let's uh, do this. There was then there was the woola, which was the same principle but with uh crumpled up bits of crack. On oh, top yeah. of the reefer, so that took you onto another well, level. Well, hell, you know, it's a Tuesday. Anyway, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna bring it back to the tides, uh, the tide thing. So apparently, uh, uh, bring back. This is a New York. This is an example of a New York idea. Oh, Go. East Coast. It's actually it's East, Coast. East Coast. This was yeah. this was in Maryland. So in Safeway, they were reported that they were losing ten to fifteen thousand dollars a month. Okay, on Tide. Okay, my man, my man, uh, uh, the the police chief, um, um, Prince George's County Police Department, the finest police chief in seven counties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it says it says with ten ten to fifteen thousand dollars a month with people just taking it off the shelves. Recall recalls Sergeant Aubrey Thompson who had. So- so why are people stealing the tide? Well, well, slow down, slow down, <laughs> slow down. We're not gonna get, we're not gonna bust a nut right now. Just slow down. We got to get back. I we like gotta how do, you, I like how you take your time. We got to do the, we got to do the criminal investigation. What I'm All saying. Right. So my man, my man, um, Aubrey Thompson heads up the team in 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 uh, in Maryland. Uh, and check it. When Thompson and his officers arrive to the investigation, right? This is one of the earlier times that uh, Safeway calls calls the police department. Um, um, they they saw an apparent tide theft in progress and busted two men. Check this: who piled one hundred or so of the bright orange jugs into their Honda. Okay, I don't know if this is a plug for Tide or a plug for the Honda. A hundred fucking jugs of Tide in broad daylight. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's that 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 that's that's crazy. Well, just the fact that they could pack it all in shows the skill of these criminals that they could just their packing skills. Well, then then later on, Thompson <clears throat> reviewed weeks worth of uh, the Safeway's security footage. Thompson's on the case. He's at on this the point, case. He's on the Tide's case. Tide's being stolen. It's a big deal. Thompson's on the case. He's reviewing the footage. It's a big deal. This is Bowie Mellon. <clears throat> Thompson. So, is, they called him Thompson. So he found that more than two dozen thieves working in crews were regularly raiding the store's household product aisle. Sometimes <laughs> returning more than once the same day and avoiding detection by timing their heists. So wait, he found Hold a... On, he found to a, follow clerks' shift changes. So basically, uh, they were like, oh shit, Miss, Mrs. Barbarella, she's off at three. She saw me steal like eight, 80 jugs from the eight to four shift. We'll come back. Yeah, you, 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 they hit during the shift change because you know all these motherfuckers are like, I'm done. I want to get out of here. Yo, but and they want to leave. And then the other crew was like, oh, I got to be here. Yo, but it's 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 it's, it's 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 crazy. So it's an organized ring, right? In a sense, in a sense. I'm going to get to the whole, I mean, the, the, the story is very interesting. Anyway, owners... And managers of other area stores have seen the Tom, uh, Sergeant Thompson on the news. They reached out to him to report their own vanishing Tide bottles, right? Like, yo, holla. The community's coming together. Like, yo, you're busting. To fight back Tide theft. Yo, you busting people for Tide? We, yo, over here, right? So basically, since then, the oddly brand loyal crime wave has gone national, striking bodegas. Supermarkets and big box dicks discounters from Austin to West St. Paul, Minnesota. For instance, in New York, employees at the Penn Station Dwayne Reed nabbed a man trying to abscond with Tide bottles he'd stuffed into a suitcase. Now I don't know if I'd use the word abscond. That's a little that's a little highbrow. Motherfucker I mean, yeah. motherfucker's stealing Tide. You know yeah. what I mean? He didn't abscond it, he fucking jacked it. Right, I mean, right. he ganked it. He swiped know? that shit. He swiped it, he was out, he didn't abscond right, right, the shit. Right, right, right. In Orange County, now I'm not sure if this is Orange County, California, Orange County, New York, but let's say it doesn't matter. Yeah. An attempted Tide theft led to a high speed chase that included the chief, the thief crashing his SUV into an ambulance. Come on, man. This shit must be good. Now, here's the deal. No one really knows at this point why these people are stealing Tide, right? A lot of times, yeah. 
I mean, it's, it's... They don't know why they're stealing the tide. No, I mean, it's 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 a phenomenon. All of a sudden... I would say not a good way to end a high-speed chase would be crashing into an ambulance. That's not <laughs> something the judge wants to hear. Well, that's usually... That, yeah, no, I wouldn't say that would go well. That's usually that's usually the way, the way it happens. Yeah. That's usually the way it happens with, with uh, stupid thieves and, 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 and chases and stuff. Yeah. Anyway, so they were trying to figure out what happened, what the hell did they want with this, uh, with this laundry detergent. So it turns out the detergent wasn't being used as an ingredient in some new recipe for getting high, but instead to buy drugs themselves. Okay, check it. Tide bottles have become an ad hoc street currency with a 150-ounce bottle going for either $5 cash or ten dollars worth of weed or crack. Ten dollars a crack for one hundred fifty ounces of Tide. Yo, yo, yo. Who yo, got it? Yo, 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 yo. Yo, yo, yo I got Tide one fifty for twenty. See, but I don't even understand the 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 mathematics here. Five dollars cash, or ten dollars worth of weed or crack. It seems to me that the the value of crack has gone down if you can trade it equally. No, for no, 10- no. Here's what you're forgetting. Tide not only removes stains, but it boosts in colors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're talking about you're getting you're getting a, a, a fabric protection, boosting colors. Well, it goes it go- lemon scent. Well, yeah, I, for ten bucks a crack, you make the trade. Well, it go- it goes on to that. So 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 here's the thing: Tide ranked in the top three brand names that consumers at all income levels were least likely to give up, regardless of the recession. It's oh. one of the, it's tied as one of the top selling products in the United States. It is. It is. So all of a sudden, it's disappearing off shelves and being traded for crack cocaine well, and they, marijuana and yeah. But they don't know. Jobs. I mean, they're like they're blow like jobs. No. Well, no, I'm saying they don't know at that. No blowjob. Yeah, blowjobs. Yeah. I guess. But at least you can gargle. Tied. You can gargle your mouth with with you know the cap is. Uh, that's, anyway. Yeah. Anyway, the, the, some people are into that. The, Never mind. Anyway, I um, shouldn't have gone there. Anyway, it costs. Okay, the product costs upwards of twenty dollars per one hundred and fifty ounce bottle. So you can imagine if you're a loyal Tide customer, and instead of you know you wanting to retail, pay yeah, twenty dollar retail or yeah. five dollar crack negotiator. Sure, I mean, what would you do, right? If sure, you're, you're selling crack. You're on the way up. You know what I mean? You have a you have an eighty eight cutlass. You're doing what you do, right? Yeah. You, so, <laughs> Yo, Tide, but the, Tide but, retails for twenty dollars. You hook up with crack for ten. You get the Tide. No, and, no, no. You hook up you, if you're lucky. You you can get it for five. <laughs> you can hook, you can you can get it for five because they're selling it uh, for five or ten dollars of of weed and ten dollars of uh, crack, and then in so turn you, the drug yeah. dealer could trade it in. You're well, purchasing, yeah. But yeah. What they're doing, what they're doing is they're selling it in bulk to. Uh, lower brand mm. uh, stores, supermarkets or whatever, even bodegas and whatnot for, you know, $5. And then they sell it for $8, you know, uh, on, on the hush hush. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, a lot, so of these stores, it, yeah. a lot of these stores have gotten busted doing this thing. Anyway, here, just so you can get an idea, Tide is now a $1.7 billion business representing more than 30% of the liquid detergent market. Okay? And this is where it goes back to. It goes back to... Um, 1946, okay, Procter & Gamble uh, began tinkering with compounds called surfactants that penetrate dirt and unbond it from a garment while keeping a spot on a shirt elbow yeah. from resettling on the leg of a pen. Yeah, it penetrates the dirt. Right. That's the thing. That's the thing, yeah. <laughs> it penetrates the dirt. What I mean, think about it. It's remarkable because, because back then, I mean, let, let me see. Back then, what they had was uh, like... Soap flakes and shit, and and you had to do everything by hand. Yeah, you had to wash your clothes on those boards that you see. You know, well, you wash your clothes on a washing board or something. Yeah, well, well, I mean, they, yeah. had, they had soap flakes, so you had to soap, like, yeah. you know, it, it, it was t- it was time consuming, tedious, and whatever, and it wasn't as effective. The article says that Tide was as revolutionary as the iPod was. Right, 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 right. Everyone went out and got Tide. Right, right. Everyone back then when it first came out. So, so Tide's always been the shit. Well, since 1946, and they and they've been like you were saying, they uh, their Tide's original scent was citrus-like. In the words of Sundar Rahman, the marketing director of Procter and Gamble's North American Fabric Care Division. Yes, but wonderful a, man. Yeah, highly wonderful man. Yeah, but has evolved into a citrus 
floral and fruity experience with hints of lemon, orange, roses, lily, and apple. What's his name? His name is Sundar uh, Rahman. Yes, I love. Yeah, so read it again. What, what does Sundar have to say? This so, keep in mind. This is the vice president of some big shit over at Procter and Gamble. Well, he well he was. Big deal. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, he was. He was. Uh, um, uh, well, he is. He's the marketing director of Procter and Gamble's North America Fabric Care uh, Fabric Care Division. But anyway, he's basically saying that it has a. Uh, it went from a uh, citrus uh, citrus like smell, the original Tide to uh, more of an evolved citrus, floral, and fruity experience with hints yeah. of lemon, orange, roses, lily, uh, and apple. Lovely. Now, when combined in a complex perfume, these notes help cover up the odors of the cleaning agents that would otherwise waft out during the wash cycle. So basically, you know, this is, this is a lot of research that goes into this yeah. Way back to in 1946. Yeah. It, uh, it was lemon scented. Yeah. Well, 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 also, it removes the dirt. It prevents the dirt from reattaching itself to another part of the garment and also makes your garment smell better than new. Better than new. Because you figure if, if you're washing your clothes in some dirty ass shit, eventually your clothes are going to smell dirty, right? Yeah. So, but they basically have, they have this thing down to a science. He, he goes on to say, um, the smell of citrus, for instance, has been shown to correlate strongly with perceptions of cleanliness. That, that natural, fresh and clean smell is stimulating and creates an un- instantaneous mood of being happy, says Craig Warren, a former, re- uh, former researcher for the firm International Flavors and Fragrances. All right. Fuck yeah. All right. Holla How do we get that guy on the show? The man for international fragrance and flavors or some shit. What's his name? <laughs> What's his name? This dude here? That guy's Craig, fu- Craig, oh, Craig gets a lot of pussy. Craig that Warren. Guy, oh, yeah. My name's Craig Warren. I'm the head of fragrances and floral. So, and- but but the, the, this, other dude, this other dude writes, he goes, launder those items with Tide and they take on a uniform smell and feel that consumers have come to associate with quality. Yeah, it's called marketing. You've been yeah. marketed to. Yeah. That's what you, you sit down, you buy Tide. I want to see a real independent university study that says Tide is better. Go fuck it, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, do- it doesn't but matter. It's, it's, it, you can get crack. It doesn't matter where the clothes come from if you wash them with Tide. They do have almost this prestige wash to them, says Maru Koblowicz, a global creative director at Saatchi and Saatchi, which is a fucking advertising firm. Fucking Saatchi, Saatchi yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they have a global market. Which, go fuck which, yourself. Which, it's tied. You wash your fucking drawers. Go fuck yourself. No, no, but this, Saatchi, Saatchi. Who the hell is that guy? No, but this is... But this, well, Saatchi, oh, Saatchi is a major Saatchi. advertising corporation. Oh, here at Saatchi, Saatchi, we uh, feel that ad, you put the floral in your balls. Uh, advertising uh, ad agency. Anyway, uh, but I mean, it, this is no coincidence that this thing is $20 a damn $20 bottle. $20 a bottle. Well, no, well, Retail. I, this is 150 uh, uh, ounce because they have the the smaller bottles, but the the smaller bottles you get the big uh, bottle, the, the big You're, bottle for the big fish for the man that likes his t- the man no, that likes the finest. The things. big bottle winds up being less less dollars per ounce. You know what I mean, dude? So the exquisite. <laughs> but check this, washer. check it. It's a message that may also explain why among some lower income shoppers, according to uh, according to a 2012 newsletter by branding agency Damon Worldwide, being able to afford Tide laundry detergent is seen as a sign of success. What did you say, nigga? That's right. A sign of success. Could you imagine that shit in the hood? Dude. Could you yeah. imagine that shit? Yo, 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 yo. You washing your clothes with Tide? Yeah. Yo, you what? Yo, what you think? You better than us? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. yo, yeah. yo, I, I know you washing your clothes with time. I can smell the citrusy, fruity apple scent on your shit. With your citrus ass walking around <laughs> acting like floral, like Saatchi Saatchi. Unbelievable. You Unbelievable. Who are you to showboat? Unbelievable. And, and check yeah. it. Th- these people do a lot of research. There's this dude, um, Reed Montague, right? He's a director of human neuroimaging uh, laboratory and computational psychiatry unit at Virginia Tech's uh, yeah. Car- that, guy's, that guy's alone a lot on Friday nights. <laughs> he spends a lot of Friday nights alone. Carolian Research Institute, right? Yeah. Where he studies how people choose and value products using an MR, uh, fMRI machine, right? When shoppers are exposed to a brand, they identify with their ventral medial prefrontal cortex. They identify with their ventral medial 
prefrontal cortex lights up. Basically, he's saying the same part of the brain associated with reward recognition in drug users. So, Tide users and crackheads have something in common, basically. Yeah. Is what he's saying. Anyway, the, the point here of this whole thing is they, the people who are stealing this, and I'm going to wrap this up, why steal Tide? I mean, it, it, the article goes on to say that you, if you steal Tide, it's, it's, it's a petty theft crime. It's not like, you know, you're going to do federal time for stealing, let's say, an armed robbery yeah. or something like that. What used to be a crackhead would do like breaking and entering, burglarize someone's house or car. M- oh, that can carry a right. sentence up to 15 years. Right, right, right. Uh, Mugging someone, shoplifting. Right. Sometimes it's just a fine or or very very uh, you know shoplifting laundry detergent. They get off community service, cleaning cleaning other people's clothes with Tide. Here's what kills me. Okay. Yeah. And this is what kills me about these kids these days or anyone out there. Right. Yeah. If you can devise a scheme to steal laundry detergent from supermarkets. Sell it through a chain organized through the black market to end up in bodegas to trade for crack. Why can't you go to school and be an accountant? <laughs> you know, Why can't you fucking just be like... Because you got to show smart. up. Because you got to show up every day. You go to apply for financial aid. This you know, person knows how to apply himself. No, but it's easy to just go to a store, pick up a couple of 150 ounce bottles of Tide, Put them in the back of your Honda, you know, accumulate enough of them and, and you know, sling them in one shot. But so then the but counter to come up with that. Well, no. Well, the con- the, well, the, con- the, con- the, the, the counter argument here is that, OK, so why why don't the retailers lock this stuff up since it's a, it's a big problem? Right. Sure. Like they lock up razors. Why right. the fuck do they lock up razors? Because razors cost fucking thirty dollars oh, okay. for for twenty of them. Again, that was something that they used to steal until retailers got smart, right? And and so the the, the mm. thing is that you know they lock up electronic devices and stuff like that because those are not items that are sold that often. So if you need to buy it, go to the manager. Mm-hmm. They come, open up the the cabinet. Boom. The argument here is that if they were to lock up the tide, that would uh, contribute to the shopper's time and they mean they mean the article says they may not want to shop at that sure store. no one wants to go buy tide go find a soup guy hey can you open this case right. up for right. me the guy waddles over <laughs> you know the line's backing up now because he can't be over there yeah and you know what they need you need a tide guard like you have a security guard right. is a security guard right. but you have your tide guard right. who wears his own orange. bright orange oh, yeah. tide and right. he, you don't fuck around dude right and it takes it's Training years, yeah, because yeah. you got to fight these crackheads. One dude. big black dude and shit yeah. with a, a bright orange fucking racing windbreaker. You know, be like security, yeah. S- yeah. security tied. Yeah, but you have to realize the security guard. Okay, what's he deal with? Uh, some ladies yelling sometimes. What the tide guy has to deal with every day is protecting the tide from some of the most vile crackheads. <laughs> uh, 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 thieves, oh my god, thieves, organized crime rings, stealing tide. That's the Tide Guard. Tide Guard. We'll be there. Tide Man. Tide Man. Tide Man. Tide Man. Tide Man. Tide Man. Hit that again. Hit that again, dude. We're onto something. In America, Tide I just love that. That's the original Spider-Man theme, so I just love that one. Anyway, but uh, um, I was in Puerto Rico last year, and this trips me out. See, drug drug addicts steal whatever they can get their hands on fast and sell fast. You know, back in the 70s, they used to steal car batteries. They used to steal car radios. No one's interested in a fucking battery anymore. No one's interested in a radio. So it's a waste of time. Yeah, it's a waste of time. Right? The so, guys, but yeah. people, people, they, they'll steal things that are easy to sell. In Puerto Rico, I went to buy coffee. Check this out. I go to buy coffee to bring uh, back to the States because Puerto Rican coffee is pretty dope. It's one of the, 
yeah. the, the few things left at the uh, the uh, the so-called uh, state of uh, Puerto Rico still uh, cultivates. Um, but when I went pitchers. to buy them, when pitchers. I, when, and, well, and pitchers. Yeah, uh, a lot when, of baseball pitchers. When I went to uh, buy, it was locked up. The, the, no coffee was in any of the, there was no coffee aisle, right? I'm like, where's the coffee? They tell me that it's up front in fucking clear glass locked uh, uh, cages. Check this. Yeah. So I'm like, so, they, so they're like, you got to pay first to the cashier, right? And then she'll open up the, the, the cage and you can get your coffee, which makes it, and I, and I agree with the article, it makes it difficult because normally you choose what you want to buy. You take it, then you pay for it. They're asking you to pay. In other words, they're asking you to tell them what you want. I want five pounds of El Pico, five pounds of Bustelo, and, and they got like 80 different varieties, so you don't really know which ones you want to buy. Well, it's like ordering up paint at the hardware store. We want the blue this, that, that, right. and then you give them the number, and they go right. and they order it Well, they up, want and you to pay, pay for, for that shit first, and then... Yeah. yeah. They're not fucking around. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so... Do you want the coffee? You yeah. got to pay first. First yeah. you show us the money, then we're going to show you the coffee. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to do this all over again, okay? You put the yayo back in the pocket, then I give you <laughs> yeah. the coffee, and then you come back, you ring the doorbell yeah. twice, and you then we say much. hello, yeah. and then you get the coffee, okay? Any you more gotta, questions yeah. you need? Yeah. <laughs> you got to you gotta put the money down before you go to the cage to get the coffee. People like him need people like me, so I can open up the coffee counter and sell you the coffee, okay, papi? That's how it works over here. <laughs> anyway, it's just, it's, just, it's just unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Yeah. It's unbelievable the shit that goes on. Uh, oh, my gosh. If we have any callers out there who are on the street corner selling Tide, we want to hear from you. We want to hear from the young entrepreneurs of America, the people out there that are really just doing doing, doing commerce in the spirit of all our forefathers. I can't I can't believe we smoked up like a, like almost half the show talking about Tide. Oh uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm gonna give the link to Tide to Procter and Gamble to the show. They better give me a fucking month supply of Tide at least. The the makers of Spick and Span. Yeah, <laughs> what do you think about that, dude? That's another story. Procter that's, and Gamble yeah. makes Spick and Span. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's another. That's another. That's Spick another. Spick and Span. A cleaning product or also a racist plot? <laughs> that's, another, that's another thing. Anyway, some more news. Some more news. More news. Big up, more news. <laughs> big up, big up, big up. Big up, Brooklyn. Big up, big up, Brooklyn. Big up, Brooklyn. Big up. Okay, freed but ailing. A man falsely imprisoned for 23 years for the murder of a Brooklyn rabbi was released what? last week only to be hospitalized the following evening after a serious heart attack, okay? David Ranta, 58, was imprisoned for the murder of Rabbi Shaskel Wes Wersberger. Shaskel Wersberger got murdered? Yeah, in 1990. Oh. In 1990. Even though no physical evidence linked him to the crime, prosecutors re-examining the case last year discovered that a witness had claimed a detective pressured him into fingering Ranta. Okay, mm. the guy with the big nose, <laughs> the guy happens to look Italian. That's fucked up. The guy with the big nose is what he said and said they had insufficient evidence to keep him in prison. Wait, did you had the big nose or the Italian had the big nose or both? No, no, no. The Italian dude, the, the process, one of the witnesses said that the detective pressured him into fingering Ranta, basically saying, you know, the guy with the big nose. Is Ranta Italian? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I it's believe big, so. Yeah. Anyway, the guy with the big nose and said he had uh, said they had sufficient evidence to keep him in prison. Speaking to the reporters upon his release, Ranta said he was looking forward to getting the hell out of here. A day later, he was in the hospital under the care of cardiologists. The accumulated trauma of being falsely convicted, coupled with the intense emotions experienced surrounding his release, has had a profound impact on his health, said Ranta's lawyer. That's bullshit. Yeah. I'm going to tell you something. That's that's a good uh uh, uh, lawyer thing to say but the truth of the matter is I had a friend that was in prison uh, for five six years 
in prison. My man could have some heart condition going on that goes untreated. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're in prison. You're going to get a pound of fucking. Yeah. Where are you going to go? I, I, I have a little paid in my, my thyroid. No, they're going to give you they're going to give you some spam and a pound of yeah. rice, rice pilaf. Yeah. Put every, some rice pilaf on it. Go every back to day. Your cell. They don't say what 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 prison he was in. But basically, you know, doesn't fucking matter. They'll probably release him. Yeah. You know, unbeknownst to them, a man is a fucking walking time bomb because he's ready to have a heart attack. Yeah. Right. He yeah. may have some sort read, of. Read me what the lawyer says again. Was he saying? <laughs> the, the, the lawyer's a fucking idiot. He's out he for 24 hours. Yeah. Well, I about- have a friend of mine that had the same thing happen. Within, within 40 fucking eight hours, my man has a heart attack. 48 hours after, after being released from fucking prison. I think he was doing like 10, 12 years. Okay. So he gets released. They they bring him to the hospital. Hospital. They do a fucking quadruple bypass on the guy. Uh, my man winds up dying. Okay. So this shit is not uncommon. But anyway, my, it's not. It's not because you're in no, jail. I know. I know. No, you're, you're in jail. They're not fucking. You're not. You're yeah. Not, no, you, I know. You're not getting routine physicals. Uh, you know, this guy's wrongly accused. It's okay, assumed. So, but what's the lawyer assumed, say? It's assumed that if you're in jail, yeah. you're a criminal. Fuck you. Right. So yeah. the lawyer says, the accumulated trauma of being falsely convicted, dot, 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 coupled with the intense emotions experienced surrounding his release has had a profound impact on his health. What about that with the added immediate 24-hour cocaine binge the first night out back on the town with his friends? Right. Or the heart attack of coming home and seeing your girlfriend screwing another guy. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like, that's what, where's these, what if that has something to do with it? Uh, well, know, what about, you've been in jail for 12 years, you get released, you come home, there's some like, there, there's two guys tag teaming your wife on the bed. Oh, honey, I didn't know you were going to be home so soon. You're, you're you get going, a fucking you're, heart attack. You're going crazy. You're, you're going, going crazy. crazy. How about, how yeah. about, how about you come home? One volunteers at the church and you're wondering how it got to how this How about point. you come home, you got your stinky ass clothes. Yeah. Been in jail for fucking five years, haven't been washed yeah. properly, uh, and you fucking you go to wash your clothes in your in your closet, and and, and you and you you look in your laundry bin, and the tide has been stolen. You yeah. fucking lose it. You fucking yeah. blow a gasket. Yeah, you've been lift. You've been doing tricep extensions with cinder blocks for <laughs> two for nine years. You're ready to pop. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Oh shit. This, this is, is this is real shit. It's crazy. No, it's crazy. Anyway, um, God bless you, um, um, David. Um, God, God bless you, David uh, Ranta, Mr. Ranta. I hope you're feeling better. You're wrongly accused. They should give you some money to uh, um, reduce the size of your nose. The least they could do is help you out. I mean, you've paid your debt, yeah. and they, they owe you something. So, and what's the name of the rabbi that was murdered? Uh, Chaskel Wurzberger. If anybody out there has any links or evidence or information relating to the real murderer of Chaskel Wurstberger, please contact local authorities. And we do send respect to both their families, both the big-nosed Italian and the dead rabbi. Yeah, big up. Big Big up up. to both both of them. So so this is on a a different note. In Prague, Oklahoma. Okay. Yeah, Prague, Oklahoma. Tremors from fracking. Scientists have linked Oklahoma's largest earthquake, okay, a 5.6 magnitude quake near the town of Prague in 2011 to hydraulic fracturing, supporting claims that the process increases seismic activity. Okay, just in case you guys don't know what that is, fracking, as it is known, injects water and chemicals into petroleum deposits in order to extract trapped gas. This is... This is um, um, the natural gas uh, mining that's going on uh, in all over the world, but in, in, in parts of, of the United States of America. This is a new thing, and uh, it has a tremendous side effects. So, you know, our country is looking for alternative uh, uh, methods of fuel. Yeah, you know. so they're fracking. So, so yeah, so, I mean, for those of you that don't know what the, the fracking is, uh, Google it. Um, anyway, <laughs> the, the, no, I mean, I just told yeah. you, it's no, yeah. it, they inject these water, like, first of all, they, they inject water and, and chemicals and, and they basically crack it right down. Like they, they the earth, they, the earth. Oh, yeah, Jesus. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, wait, who and they can, on these hold on, hold on. Dude, dude, let me, let me, this is very important. They contaminate the water. Okay, natural drinking water in the process of doing this. Because when you release natural gases, it winds up going into the 
the water uh, streams, the water lines. Where did people get so smart? That's well, what it, I want to know. Uh, yeah. th- 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 there's more to this. Um, um, and, and, and it requires psychotic amounts of water to do this. So, so not only are you wasting natural resources that, let's think about this, all right? We don't have indef- indefinite uh, uh, supplies of water, right? So let's pump billions and billions and billions of gallons into this and then fuck up our natural resources because the gas that you're drilling can and sometimes and a lot of times goes into your drinking water, all right? So, uh, Look look into fracking in your uh, local areas and and Google it. There's yeah. a movie. There's a movie called Gas Land, a documentary. Oh, okay, yeah. Gas Land. Uh, Netflix it. Look 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 into it. There's a problem that we that it's not really talked about too much, but it's a major issue here in the United States. There could be fracking in your community. Yeah, well, but this week researchers at the University of Oklahoma, Columbia University, and the U.S. Geological Survey published findings that linked wastewater injection to seismic events in the area, okay? Highlighting the need for greater government oversight. The central U.S. has experienced an 11-fold increase in seismic activity in recent years. There's not a magic bullet, said researcher Heather Savage, but if we have uh, more monitoring, monitoring capabilities, we can watch things, watch these things. What are they um, monitoring? Like, well, oh, we're just going to monitor it and see what we're well, fracking. Well, well, I, people are getting fracked all over the well, place. Well, the f- look, look, look at the movie Gasland. Watch the movie yeah, Gasland, you and you'll see, and you'll see the 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 multitude of ejaculatory masturbation with the fucking senators and bills being yeah. passed. It's, and- it's all these senators. You want to frack? It used to be as you could go frack someone. You know, now you're fracking the land. Yeah, everyone's fracking yeah. everyone in this country. Yeah, it's just it's just craziness. But but I mean that's a serious that's a serious uh, uh, issue that 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 needs to be uh, that needs to be tended to you know because we're trying to we're trying to um, we're trying to mine for a resource that uh, that's obviously gas is one of the most you know sought after uh, resources in America and the world but we don't have that much we yeah. have to rely you know what's on the greater one water go without it for one day. You know, water, water for okay. gas, water. I'm saying like you're wasting the water, like you're saying to get gas. You don't need gas. You need water. You need gas. Yeah. But you need water. We, we got a caller. Huh. Caller. Where are you from? What's your name? Anna. Oh, hi, Anna. How are you? Where are you calling from? From Studio City. Oh, hi, Anna. How's it going? What would you, uh, well, thanks for calling into the Nestorius Public Radio Show. <laughs> would you uh, would you care to comment on Tide or uh, the fracking situation or uh, uh, the unjust uh, uh, prosecution of Mister um, Ranta? No, I think it's great that you're talking that you put a plug in for that movie Gasland. I think that water is the issue. It's a big issue, and I think that what's happening with fracking and the fact that it's not on the front page news every day is really a tragedy, and I'm really happy to hear you talking about it. Now, yeah, it is It is a tragedy. It is a tragedy. Uh, as I was saying before, it's, it's, it's a major concern, but yet no one knows about this. You know, but, but, uh, what, what I was going to uh, get into is that, you know, the, the headlines are the news the top news last weekend was that gas prices are coming down regular gas prices petroleum and i read the article and the article talks about that uh gasoline uh prices are 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 going down because of 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 rising global supplies okay and lower than expected demand in the world's two largest economies when you have gas prices skyrocketing people say i can't afford it and they stop using it. Oh, if gas goes down, then just frack. Well, no, but no, I'm saying, joking. but I'm saying, we're looking, we're looking for alternative uh, means of, yeah. of supporting ourselves with fuel, fuel I sources. Think that, I think the problem comes down to using using certain words and like clean and natural associated with fracking or clean and natural gas. When you know they, if you watch the documentary, you'll see people wake up one day, they turn their faucet on, and, and it's flammable. Right. The yeah. Water, uh, do, 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 do you do you know about this? I've heard of the I've heard of it. I haven't watched it. It's uh, an amazing. The, the, but, the, the movie the movie basically starts out in the eastern uh, 
in Pennsylvania, in the east coast of the United States. And uh, these big uh, uh, natural gas drilling corporations, they're going to you and offering you uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars to lease your land. Okay? Oh, wow. Lease it. Lease it. Lease it. We want to use your land. We'll pay you. So you're like, fuck it. You're going to give me $100,000? So they come in, in your backyard, they start putting these humongous drilling machines, and, you know, pink, 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 and they drill, and they drill, and, you know, they... they, they frack the fuck out of it. They frack the fuck out of your shit. Earthquakes start happening. Next thing you know, months later, you go to get some water from your faucet, and you smell gas. Somebody says, let's see if we can light it up. They take a match to it, and the shit lights up. Crazy. It's not, it's not supposed to do that, no? It's not supposed No, no. Water's yeah. not supposed to do that. Caller, are you still there? No, she left us. Okay. No, Thank, that's insane. Thank you for calling, Anna. That That's insane. You know, it's just idiots. Idiots. Well... Well, the thing is that you have to you have to be uh, made aware of 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 this type of stuff. I think Anna had a really good point. You know, clean clean and natural gas, which is which is yeah. the the tag that they're using for yeah. natural gas. Yet the the means and the methods that they're using to procure this so called clean and natural gas are not are not clean. The methods are yeah. not clean, and and they're not natural. So yeah. I mean, you know, like. It's like you watch all these commercials with Exxon and British Petroleum of like, oh, we're here for the environment. I mean, that's like getting raped in prison, but he nibbles your ear and tells you he cares. Like, you know, who cares? Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So anyway, don't frick and don't frack. So we got some good news, man. We got some good news. Uh, <clears throat> a lot of always crazy stuff, but Twinkies, man. Twinkies are returning. Could you imagine that shit? Twinkies. Big up <laughs> Big up Twinkie Twinkies are back man Big the fuck up Big Don't up come back man Big up petrified spongy cake yeah. Big up Big up Big up Twinkie We've been here for years man Don't call it a comeback <laughs> Big 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 up Yes So basically um, I'm not sure Um Um as you all know, what was it last year? Hostess went bankrupt. Okay, and they lost their. They lost. Basically, they just fucking went under because the dudes that were um, running the corporation. Um, I, I, you know, the other day I was walking down the aisle. My Wonder Bread. Also, how the fuck? Seriously, how 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 could you mess up uh, uh, an American? Icon, a food icon, something yeah. that like you don't need advertising for. Wonder Bread, come on, turkey sandwiches, Wonder Bread, Twinkies. You you know you get well, high. Listen, you have Twinkies. To realize, Twinkies were there before the fat people. They helped create the fat people. Like you know what I'm saying? Like now there's so many options for thick people that want to eat a lot of fucking feces with cream <laughs> filling. You know? I mean, I've never been a fan of Twinkies. I, I don't like them. Um, I know some people that's sacrilegious, but also some people have really bad colonoscopies and they, you know, have really bad gas. So my point is, if you like Twinkies, I'm glad you like Twinkies. I know a lot of people like Twinkies. I like that marsh. What was the one with the, the sugar on top? Like the marshmallow. It was like a marshmallow. One. It was like white with like blue powder. S snow Snowballs or snow But cones? it was the same hostess, yeah? I believe so. They, they make all sorts those of stuff. Those are kind of good. They, well, those, they, I like those. They, they, I mean, I like the, the you got... Uh, I'm thinking Drake's now. Drake's cakes. There's so many different. Yeah, there ones. never was Drake's cakes. There was Twinkies. Now there's for for people that want to eat. No, Drake's Drake's sugar. is a different company. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I, uh, Twinkies was Hostess, I believe. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying there's competition. I'm answering your question because you said how do they go out of business? Now there's all sorts no, of things. No, no, for no, these no, 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 no. It's not the competition. It's mismanaging of a corporation. I mean, you got guys on the top, you know, taking fat. Checks and shit while the workers, you know, they're getting paid minimum wage and the, yeah, the, they're getting ho hoed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah, they're getting Susie cued. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know. but, but what I'm saying is like they're getting yodeled yeah. and, <laughs> and ring dinged. The American public, the, the working class are getting yodeled and the big Twinkie upstairs. Yeah, but I'm saying, fucking... but, but how, how do you, how do you do that? I mean, how do you run a company like that? Anyway, but basically what happened was you suck. 
In November, Sorry. in November, this is what happened last, actually, this is last November, um, uh, all 36 Hostess brand plants shut down after an extended standoff with the bakery, confectionery, tobacco workers, and Grain Millers International Union. So yeah. apparently they had some stuff. Um, 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 the previous Hostess company has almost completely wound down its operations while selling off its best-known brands like Twinkies, Cupcakes, Ho-Hos, Zingers, Ding Dongs, Susie Q's. The hedge funds. Yeah. They sold all that shit to hedge funds. The hedge funds come in, swap it up, chop it up, put it back on the black market, slang it for Tide, wash it, sell it for crack, and now, you know, Twinkies are back on the stands. Fuck, man. You know, it's like it's like the same story of, like, all like Scarface. You're on top, bro, you, but you had to go crazy. You Twinkies, you were there, but yeah. you had to get crazy rolling you, around. You got Twinkie mobiles you and had parades. The, you had the market. And shit. You had You're the fucking, market. Dude, best seats at the clubs. Lakers seats. Yeah, crazy shit. Anyway, but that's supposed to be happening for all you pot smokers, for all you ganja lovers, for all you ganja lovers, for all you... Big up! Big up, Twinkie, coming this summer. Big up, big up, big up. Jobless, Twinkie, man. <laughs> Jobless. You're homeless, but you're living large. You're living large in a beat-up Cadillac. We're bringing Twinkies back, man. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> anyway, big up, big up to, big up to our co-host, our, our, our absent co-host, Rich. Big up, Rich. Rich just got a little uh, uh, surgery uh, to earlier today. I think uh, he, uh, he, he went in for a colonoscopy yeah. and, and, and they did a rotator cuff surgery. Big up, Rich. Yeah, big up, Rich. He'll be back next week. Big up, Rich. Big up, Rich. Yeah, so he, he should be doing all right. He should be doing all right. He's probably drugged the much fuck up. Much love. Big up. Big up. Much love, man. Big up, rich man. Much love, man. Anyway, so real quick, we have a few minutes left. Um, We had um the uh, Latino community in an uproar about uh, this this year's uh, release uh, of the Barbies, Barbie dolls of the world. Uh I don't know if you got a chance to look at the pictures. Yeah. Realistic or racist? Anyway, the 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 Latino world is like Latin America uh, is in uproar because apparently the Mexico Barbie um, has, you know, like a Maria Conchito, uh, you know, field server dress and she has a little uh, chihuahua in her in her purse. Yeah, but when I'm looking at all the other um, Barbies of the world, they have similar styled uh, uh, national dresses of their country. Yes, and they and they have uh, you know a dog typically associated with you know probably their you know their country as well. I mean the Argentina Barbie, the Japanese girl is wearing a kimono. Yeah, yeah she's wearing a kimono and she's got a panda bear. I mean. I mean, you could say you could say that's racist. Actually, that's the Chinese Barbie. Okay. Yeah, that's the Chinese Barbie. Fucking Australia Barbie has a fucking get yeah. up from down under. Yeah, she's dressed like Crocodile Dundee. Yeah. She's got a knife. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And she's got a stick with some some shrimps to put on the yeah. Barbie. Yeah. And the Philippine the Philippines Barbie has a beautiful, elegant dress with a closet in the back with a bunch of shoes in it. To emulate yeah. Imelda Marcos, if you guys remember that one. Yeah. Um, let me see here. Um, Holland Barbie. She's dressed like the little Dutch, uh, Swiss Swiss Miss Dutch uh, chocolate. Uh. Yeah, the Cambodian Barbie is actually a man. <laughs> yeah. You know, no, it's a, it's a trick. So why the Latin, Latins are mad? The I don't Chihuahua? Know. I don't know because I think sometimes uh, we you Latinos. Gotta, you got to nah, speak up. We, we Latinos, we... we so some of our some of our people, we always want to fucking start yelling racism and shit like that when it's really not racist. I mean, it's that that makes no sense. You you want to hear? There's, there's another uh, another event that happened in uh, in New Jersey. Okay, in a CVS in New Jersey, right? You have you have a Korean woman who who basically uh, went in to 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 get. Uh, I don't know some prescription, and they they put on her receipt 
Um, I think they called her uh, Chin. Hold on a second. Let me see if I find this. I mean, you you could you could say, ah, oh, that that sounds that sounds that sounds racist. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, is it? You know what I mean? Give me a second. Give me. One Everyone's second. so sensitive. Give me one second here. We're so concerned with words in this country. You notice that? Well, <clears throat> words are like this big thing that they have us all concerned with. Like, which words can you say and which words are inappropriate? And who can say these words? And you can't say these words because well, you're not one of these words. And I'm one of these words, so I can say this word. But well, they're words, and they're not really tackling the real issues of how do we get along. Right, right. Well, we're not interested in getting along. We're interested in suing people yeah. and, and fighting for bullshit. Fuck that. But anyway, a woman Let's of Korean it. descent who claims a worker at a CVS in southern New Jersey used the phrase mocking Asians to identify her on a store receipt has filed a federal discrimination suit against the pharmacy chain, according to her lawyer. Okay. Yeah. See, I have a problem with her suing, filing a federal discrimination suit. Because being discriminated against is, is, is a completely different thing. You know what I yeah. mean? Telling you you're black, you yeah. can't eat here. Yeah. Hanging you in the town square, no, that's no, no, discriminating. No, no. Well, no, telling you yeah. you can't eat here because you're black or you're a spick or whatever, yeah. right? That's discriminating, preventing yeah. somebody. Being called a racial epitaph, epitaph or, you know, being used as some sort of an ethnic phrase or something, some truth to it. I don't know that that yields the right to, 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 to start a lawsuit. But anyway, here you go. Everyone's so sensitive. Attorney Susan Chana Lask said her client, Young Lee, was picking up photos, right? February 7th at CVS in Egg Harbor City. In New Jersey, when Lee noticed an employee ha had identified her as Ching Chong Lee on the ticket. Okay, that's that's the thing. Lee said through her attorney that she complained to CVS customer relation, relations and was allegedly told the worker would be counseled and trained. Okay. Yes, he's going to go to sensitivity training because so, everyone's so sensitive. Store counseling cannot correct intolerable discrimination. Last said. In a written statement, adding they were demanding the worker be fired. Okay, cool. So I'm not I'm not opposed to that. You know, you what call I mean? me Ching Chang, you get the fuck out. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm you not, break you by, you get the fuck out. Yeah, I'm not I'm not opposed to that shit. I'm not opposed to that. See, get the guy, tell him that he's fucking stupid. He's a stupid fuck. Yeah. I mean, go, go figure receipt, it out. Go figure it out. The receipt says yeah. Ching Chong Lee. Yeah, let's see end, how you like the Walgreens. Okay, we're the ones with the benefit. Better I mean, benefits. I mean, let's C see how you like the Walgreens. I mean, CVS could argue and say that. Um, CVS could say, I hired a moron. He doesn't know how to fucking listen. Or he yeah. doesn't know how to write. How often does CVS say, we hired the next Einstein? Right. right. We hired the next best. That's right. not a very common phrase in CVS management meetings. Yeah. This guy's a fucking idiot. C C CBS, uh, CVS Caremark Corp spokesman Mike D'Angelo said the company does not comment on pending litigation, but has a firm non-discrimination policy. It says CVS Pharmacy is committed to treating all of our customers with dignity and respect. You know, I don't think that's discrimination. Yeah. That's stupidity. You know what I mean? That's like, that's, that's moronic. Here's what I would like to see happen in America. I would like, we've been on this path for about 20 years where we're very concerned about what we say. Yeah. It's administrative assistance week this week. Right. It's not secretaries <laughs> right. week. Okay. Right. We don't want to call them secretaries. Right. Right. These, right. This is dad. And we, but it's, here's it's, the thing. It's, but here's it's, what I want. it's Latinos. Yeah. Not Hispanics. Not speaking we, Spanish. We don't like to be called Hispanics. Yeah. It's not. We, we like to be called Latinos. Yeah. If, if, you, if you call us Spics, then I, you know, that, um, we, we may have to sue. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So exactly. but check it. Yeah. But check it. The suit, which Lask said was filed April 16th in federal court in Camden, New Jersey, is seeking $1 million. Come on, yeah, a man. Million dollars. Give me a get fucking a fuck. break. Go get a hug. Go Yo, hug Cersei, somebody. Cersei, yeah. with all due respect, Ching motherfucking Chong, okay? Just, Watch out, dude. You're about to get sued, bro. Yeah, all you need to do is meditate. Breathe in Ching, breathe out Chong. Yeah. That's all you Whatever need to do. Whatever happened to you pissed off the Asian woman, she whipped out a bow staff and beat up the whole fucking place. Come <laughs> what? on. What? You need a hug? You want a hug? <laughs> what? CBS, <laughs> tissues aisle nine. Go fuck yourself. One million dollars. What? Here's what I want America. This is what I would like to see America do. Man up. Don't, Man up. Don't, don't get your feelings hurt all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God. 
Bullshit. Okay? That's bullshit. Fucking okay? bullshit. Big up CBS. Big up Tide. Big up Ching Chong. Big up everybody, man. Stay tuned next week to Nestorius Public Radio. Join us. Call us anytime. Holla at your boys. Simon Kaufman, Nestor Rodriguez signing out. You can catch us on Facebook. Support for NPR comes from Procter and Gamble, the makers of Tide. Talking shit, so y'all gotta like, you know, encourage me the whole way along. Ow.